0: hello then so this is kind of the next installment of the case i was talking about in the hit witch episode so if you haven't listened to the hit witch episode of occult ramblings then you should probably listen to that first otherwise a lot of this might not necessarily make sense so the puppets have been made The witches are a-working on said puppets. But I was asked if I could do a spell myself to evict or basically make the uh, gold-digging whore homeless. Now, it's not so much about making her homeless. It's more about getting her out of the house she's currently in and refusing to leave because legal action takes a lot of time and money and the family would rather not deal with that (coughs) excuse me um so eviction getting rid of the person let's be fair they haven't got anywhere else to go so technically they would be homeless so it's kind of homeless spell um now i did joke a little bit about it on faulty witches which offended at least one of you So I am sorry for offending people, Um, I was making jokes about things that I shouldn't joke about apparently because certain people and things are protected and other people and things like ginger people aren't protected so it's okay to take the piss out of certain people but not others as I understand it. Personally I find that bullshit because I believe in equality but you know. I know we live in a world that likes to pretend that we're all equals when really we're not. So anyway, how to make this gold digging whore homeless. Now I could go and get a jar and I could do a jar spell with a pretty candle in or something like that. But let's be fair, I don't think that I should do that because that's fucking boring, right? I want to do something a little bit more fun. Now this presents an interesting opportunity because we have gold digging whore who's in the house, her partner or the guy that she was uh, sucking dry in more ways than one both financially speaking and bedroom speaking. um, He's dead now. She's going against his wishes and obviously the paranormal investigator types and the um, those fearful of the dead will often say that it's a terrible thing to go against those that have passed and all that sort of thing because they might come back and haunt you. And here we go. So this is my idea. Now some people would think, well, conjure the person up, stick him in the house and he can haunt the bitch. Right, I disagree with that. I don't like that idea. There, the people die for a reason, and when people die, it seems to be some kind of like death is a, a great mystery and a, a strange thing that people have to kind of really delve into deeper, and really only it, it takes a magical practitioner to find and understand the mysteries of death, not mundanes. Now, because they're all mundanes, essentially apart from maybe the odd 2 or 3 trainee witches I've got going on, but they're very inexper- inexperienced. So we've mainly got mundanes here. Rather than conjure up the spirit of the dead guy, because he's probably off, if he's uh, disintegrating or dissolving, it's probably best that he gets left to do that. By what I understand of what people have said, he's not attempted to come back, therefore I'm not about to go and drag him back to this earthly plane. Therefore, I thought I'd settle on something far more exciting, which is something that I've done before, albeit not necessarily on this scale. I normally reserve this one, psychics and paranormal investigators i've not really done this on a mundane before partly because there's not any mundanes which i've felt that i want to go this far out of my way to fuck about with um the idea that i have is that obviously the bitch gold digging whore needs to get out of the house so i'm thinking that the house should force her out I I'm thinking that house should come alive I I'm thinking that house should have a spirit that can act and move and do things within itself so within the house i.e. what I'm essentially talking about is creating an egregore But its physical body and its physical parts will be that house. So what I'm talking about is turning the house that the gold-digging whore currently resides in, not for long, (laughs) Um, into an egregore, into a spirit, to breathe life into it. And I'm going to make it a troublesome, vindictive, nasty house. And it's going to terrorise the inhabitant. So imagine living in a house that's alive. Imagine that the house that you live on is alive and doesn't like you. That's what my plan is. So some people have made egregores and things like that before. I have a very, very specific ritual that I use for creating egregores. Um, and that's because egregores are one of those things that, unlike tulpas and general thought forms, egregores are specifically well designed, you know. There's the difference between cobbling together a bunch of parts and making an automobile, some crappy contraction that technically can go about and get you to the shops and that, like a French car, before it breaks down. Um, there's a difference between that and building something of true craftsmanship, something that really is a beautiful thing, not just from a technical perspective, but actually fucking works really well. Like a Bugatti Veyron, right? There's a lot of love that goes into creating and building a Bugatti Veyron. A Renault Clio, ugh, not so much. So... What we're talking about is we're talking about egregore creation, which is my equivalent of you know slightly more high end, certainly more high end than building a tolpa or a general thought form. This thing needs a personality. It needs a lifespan. It also needs to be carried into this world by the energies that exist that underpin this universe and underpin this world, which is partly what my ritual includes. You see, many people will take part of their own energy and breathe life into a spirit using their own energy. It's kind of like reproduction, Um, obviously when a mummy and daddy love each other ever so much they can do this certain special ritual that many do in the bedroom but don't necessarily need to do in the bedroom. Um, It can be done by the bins behind PC world. But there is this certain ritual and then eventually, if the ritual goes right, a baby comes along, right? Now that takes reproduction. That takes gender magic to a certain extent and physiology. I can't say that word. Physiology and all that sort of stuff. And that creates life brings the soul essentially into this world with basic egregore creation what you're normally doing is you're kind of chiseling off a little bit of your own you're taking a little bit of that eternal spark that's inside you and using that spark to spark another spark yeah so i don't tend to work like that i might start the ritual like that, but I don't tend to just rely on that, which is why my echocho normally, if I do say myself uh, do you say so myself are pretty badass because I get other things in on the action, so within this universe, this realm, obviously it's built upon certain foundational energies, now certain foundational energies essentially, is our kind of magical periodic table. What, what must exist for this universe to exist? Blah, 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 yeah? Some people will try to map them and categorize them. Often the planets are a good way of doing that, to kind of put them as a placeholder so that you don't get too fucking confused, because this is very fucking confusing. Imagine the energies that exist... They obviously underpin this universe, therefore they all play a part in this universe. Therefore, if you want to create something that resides in this universe, it's going to be made of those building blocks. Seems to me that it's a good idea to get the blessing of each of those building blocks in order to empower, or make it easier, this agregor that you're creating that runs inside this physical universe now and locally astrally local astral universe now it's a lot more complicated if you're building uh titan level kind of spirits because you're talking about things that crisscross through multiple universes multiple realms multiple operating systems i suppose you could say that all run slightly differently and all have different laws That is outside of the scope of this, so we're going to leave that, and we're just going to focus on this one. So the basic concept is to create an egregore, and the egregore's job is to drive the fucking woman that's in the house, in its body, out. Almost kind of like your immune system, right? Because when your immune system gets triggered, when you become ill, a lot of very interesting things happen within your body. This is going to be a lot like this situation. So this house obviously has a body, it has a physical body. It might not have arms or legs or anything like that, but it has a physical anchor. The spirit of the house has a physical anchor. So what we're going to be doing there is we're going to be making it think... A, we're going to be making it somewhat self-aware, but we're also going to make it think and it feel like this gold-digging whore that's inside it is like a foreign body. It's some sort of virus that it needs to attack and get rid of in whatever main way is possible. Now, there's quite a lot of systems within the body that help protect it and that. We're not going to go too much into the biology of things because you get the basic concept. Ways in which the house will probably operate, or I've had successes with before, is things like, oh, the locks keep breaking. Oh, I went to the shops, but then I can't get back in because the the door's stuck. Or, oh, there are loads of electrical malfunctions. Things don't work properly. Anything that's within the realms of the house. That spirit of that house, although it can only affect... Because it's only powerful enough to affect the world, the physical realm, to a certain extent. But it will do its fucking best in order to affect the physical world. But it will also do its best, and it has more power over, of course, its astral equivalent. And as we know, what's in the astral will filter down to the physical eventually anyway. But if that astral house is there and we have a mundane person where do you think that mundane person's astral body tends to reside when well they don't actually project because they're mundane they don't know about such things and if they did they wouldn't fucking know how to do it it's probably going to be somewhat local isn't it so if the astral body is somewhat local And the physical body is somewhat local to the uh, bad house. We'll just call it bad house. Um, Then it's going to be quite easy for the house or the spirit of the house to interact with the person. So when this tends to happen people will often equate it to spirit attack and that sort of thing. Because it is essentially a spirit attack but it manifests in a similar way. Because obviously the energetic components of a person, the astral body and all that, if that gets damaged and injured or potentially fed on, because obviously this egregore is going to need a certain amount of sustenance, a certain amount of energy to keep going, might be a nice idea that much like the body, it has a digestive system and maybe certain things it digests and certain things it don't. Maybe the family of the dead man Don't get digested. Maybe a certain gold digging whore and her family do get digested. Do you see how this works? I know, it's like art, isn't it? Magic really is an art form. You have to be creative. And when you're creative, you can do some really rather sick, disgustingly evil things. But I wouldn't know anything about that because I'm a good boy. So anyway... Don't laugh, I am. So anyway, that is the plan. So how am I going to go about doing that? Well, obviously, there's a physical anchor. The physical anchor is the house. Now, I'm not going to be going to the house or anything like that. I'm not going to be doing any rituals in the house. But what I am going to do is I'm going to work on the astral part of the house. So what I'm going to start to do is I'm going to do my ritual, but... I'm going to do it predominantly in the astral realm. So most witchcraft rituals that you tend to see and get invited to tend to have physical components. Okay. This is not really going to have any physical components. I could create a physical component, a physical anchor. I could create that in the form of maybe I want to take a picture of the house and work for a picture of the house. So that picture actual physical picture or Google Maps image um, or Google Street View image sorry of the house might be the, the, the anchor point. Maybe I might want to anchor the spirit to a charm bag and then go and throw the charm bag over the wall or maybe I could even potentially create some kind of magical powder that I can then scatter on the property that anchors the spirit to it. But it really depends on how much effort I'm willing to go into. It will need a physical anchor. The physical anchor is it is the house. But you have to kind of physically anchor the house to the spirit. And I tend to start off at the bottom, work the, my way to the top and then work back down again with this kind of thing. So we're talking about thinking about the physical components first and then loosely thinking about the energetic components one by one, so all these energies that are necessary and then once I've got a rough idea and all that and have visited them and want to pull them in then it's time to actually start working out the finer details of things. So giving it a lifespan, a name, blah, 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 blah right, and then obviously with the lifespan which is very important because I see so many people fuck this up what you might want to do with the lifespan is actually make sure that it does fucking die at some point so perhaps it will starve itself when the gold digging horn does leave um perhaps i designed some mechanism to kill it but either way a spell of this magnitude or a working of this magnitude i really don't fucking want this Spirit or this egregore to evolve past its programming, so I'm putting very strict limitations on it. Because something like this, that is technically self aware enough and with an ability to as kind of, I wouldn't necessarily, well, I suppose learn, but with an ability to manipulate, certainly, these things can evolve and sometimes they can evolve quite quickly. So With that, I don't want to be phoned up in another ten years' time when this actual house has been sold and three or four or five different people have bought it and all moved out in the middle of the night screaming. I don't want this to become one of those fucking haunted houses or whatever. I have thought about creating one and hiring it out to um, paranormal investigators, but from my understanding, that is extremely unethical. Because we have to do our best to help the paranormal investigators because they're all pretty much fucking idiots, right? If they went in, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference between an ecregor or what. Now, the one thing that I am a little uncertain is, is do I make this spirit think that it is the dead man? So, in other words, do I, when I create the spirit, make it aware that it's a how? Or do I make it think that it is a dead human spirit that's discarnate, that is haunting the house? This is where things get fucking complicated, right? Because there's ethics involved with this. I would possibly be creating a spirit that thinks it's human, okay? Okay. It would be synthetic, it wouldn't really be human, but for all intents and purposes it would think and act like it was a dead human. And I would be being very stereotypical with this, because if it's a stereotypical ghost from the movies, then it's going to manifest in stereotypically ghostly things that you see in the movies and if that's the case, then the gold-digging whore is going to be even more fucking shit scared because she's going to be think she's getting haunted by her ex-partner and that he's coming back for revenge because he sees what all she's doing and all that. Now I do find that more ethical than actually bringing the dead husband back, I'll give you that but I still think it a little unethical so instead I'm probably just gonna opt for making the house self-aware um, I'm gonna make it feel like it's got a virus or something like that and he needs to get rid of it Those old mucous membranes <laughs> all that snot that tends to get produced when our bodies are ill I liken that to maybe the toilet not working properly and chucking a load of shit everywhere and the plumbing generally going wrong and such. You know, good to be creative. Now, technically, if you were that vindictive and you had that much time on your hands, what you could do is another little thing I like to do, which is to create. Manifestations within houses. So rather than create a spirit that does it, I want to make the manifestations myself. I want to do all of the work myself. That requires a lot of time and effort and energy, which, let's be fair, I just can't be fucking bothered to give. I mean, it's fun enough just creating the spirit. I can do that in one evening, one ritual, and let it go about its business. If I wanted to haunt the thing myself, that would require a lot more effort and this client is not paying for that so I sure as shit ain't doing that and I don't really care enough about this situation to try and do that myself so we are gonna settle for the spirit aspect of it now the way I want to physically tie the egregore to the house, tie it to its body, anchor it to the physical plane is going to depend on what I can get my grubby mitts on. I don't want to visit the house, okay, I'm not really interested in doing that. It's fairly local, I mean it is in the city, so you know, it's probably like 45 minutes. Um, But I really can't be bothered to do that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask input on the client because I like to keep the client surprised of what's going on. I'm going to ask the client a couple of things. I'm going to say obviously there needs to be a physical anchor to the house and we can do this in a number of ways. You can either steal something from the house, option one, like maybe gouge a little bit of mortar out of the bricks or steal some of the dirt from the garden or whatever the fuck it is. So stealing from the house, or we could just go and make something and put something in the house. So it melds with the energies of the house. You know, kind of like coughing your guts up on someone and making someone else ill. Spreading, as it were. So the house kind of catches this. So I create the anchor to the spirit, make sure it's all working, and then spread that spirit out by essentially... Putting it in the house so that it kind of contagion, contagion, um, will haunt the house, the area. Um, Or I could potentially do both, which is really a very, very, uh, that's a very me thing to do. I particularly like doing this with gravel on people's driveways. Take something from their house, take it away, do my magical business and then go and put it back. This to me feels better because this to me feels like I'm taking something that's already there and already a part of the house, manipulating it and then putting it back. That just feels right to me. It's the sort of way I like to work. There's no reason I couldn't create something and put it there, but to me, my mind thinks I'd rather manipulate something that's already there. Now, some people might say, well, Liam, If you're taking a magical, or you're taking an object from the house and you're basically making that the anchor point, that haunted, are you making a magical object? And are you making a haunted object really? And it's just the fact that that object is haunted. The house isn't really haunted. Yes and no. If I was to create a magical object that was haunted, it would be the anchor point and would be part of the whole process of this okay let's assume that i'm making it actually haunted and let's assume that i'd be making a spirit to live inside that wedgewood pot or whatever the fuck it is now that is designed from start to finish but remember that what we're actually doing here is that anchor is kind of an anchor what the anchor is is more of a delivery device so it's more like I talked about Contagion, is ground zero. It spreads and is confined by its astral body. So because I will be designing the astral body to be the astral house, if the anchor gets placed in the house or near the house or whatever, essentially in the house or the garden on the property, then that will technically spread and can only really spread as far as its astral body. I don't know if you're keeping up with this, it makes sense in my head, but no, it's not a magical object, if you were to take that magical object, it wouldn't necessarily work, okay, so if I was to uh, get the saxophone that's hanging in a case in the dining room of that house, make that haunted, that would basically be a haunted saxophone at that point, and that spirit would travel with... That saxophone wherever it went maybe they sell it on ebay and someone buys it it's going to go with that saxophone what we're talking about here is the delivery uh, delivery device essentially and is really kind of the, the spark that gets the physical part working because i would be building this i'm trying to think of a um a non-magical way of doing this um I could maybe create a website, yeah, on Dreamweaver or something like that. And then I could upload that website onto the internet. I've built it, the visualization, all of that sort of stuff's done, but it's on my computer. I would need to upload it to a server, upload it to the internet for that website to really be a website. So what this enables me to do really is what I'm talking about is create all of the stuff from the the astral world up. And then the last point would be to create the physical activation. A physical activation for me would be taking something from the physical house, creating that anchor portway, porthole, port porthole, not porthole, portal. Chris is gonna tell me off for saying portal again instead of portal. Um, basically taking that and putting that in for the rest of the spirit to kind of seep through and take on its final aspect or fill its final part of its soul which would be its physical body anyway I don't know what you guys think of this and I don't know if you've tried doing this uh, anything like this before I know it is quite complicated because most of the time we would talk about astral body uh, uh, we talk about creating magical objects or creating thought forms and tolpers and that kind of thing that aren't really banged necessarily to a place but i like the idea of this because this is a little bit more advanced than what most people are normally used to um dealing with but and it's not something that you see very often and i think like as witches we are artists and making the odd thing going out of our way to do something a little bit more difficult that isn't necessarily the easiest thing to do or the textbook way of doing it. I think that's what makes for interesting spell work and for interesting magical practitioners. This is my kind of out-of-the-box thinking that isn't really something that I've invented because it's been along around for a long, long time, obviously. But this is the approach I've decided to make with this. So... There we go. Let us know what you think and whether you'd do something like this or whether you would take a slightly different approach. And no, I'm not sharing the ritual with you.